All right, what's going on, guys? This is Richie O. It's Powerline Kids Podcast, and it is June 16th, 2019, and I'm trying this shit again. I am fucking trying it again. Um, haven't done one of these since, what, end of October, middle... Actually, you know what? I did one in November, and I fucking never posted it. I just saw it before when I was going through my computer, but my computer shot. So right now, we are, and yes, I said we... I'm bringing on a partner for this podcast. Um, his name is Brian. Brian, would you like to introduce yourself, please, sir? Hey, fellas. What's up, uh, everybody? Um, a friend of Rich's, and he asked me to uh, join the uh, podcast with him, see if it would be interesting again. I agreed. So, here and, we go. And we're definitely going to have fun with this. So, first off, I just want to answer the old emails that I actually looked up. I do apologize to some of you assholes. Listen, I had some shit going on, and I, I do like the fact that I had a lot of listeners, and I, I liked a lot of you guys that emailed me, but come on, give me a break. I had some fucked up shit happen, and I needed to take a little sabbatical, okay? I think I might need to take another one, but I think I'll do the podcast while I'm doing the sabbatical, because shit just keeps getting more and more fucked up, and I can never catch a break. But anyway, so I want to apologize for not answering those emails, and thank you for the people that actually kept up with the emails and kept emailing me up until what? I think it was like February, just asking me where the fuck I've been and if I've been dead, but I haven't. I've been, once again, I think the last podcast, I don't know which one, where I said that uh, it was getting close to wintertime, and the winter was becoming a really fucking whore down here. With me by myself and not knowing anyone. Um, but, you know, met some interesting people. Had some interesting situations happen. And, uh, I don't know, just going to run with it. But uh, this is Brian. And um, how we actually got to talking is... Motherfucker actually works with me. He ended up being from up north. Um, but, what, do you consider yourself a local now? Fuck, I never consider myself a local. I'm still an outsider. Wait, man, you gotta be careful, though, because people down here might be listening to this. So, is there anything wrong with being a local? No, there's nothing wrong with being a local. It's just, I still consider myself, myself, outside from North Jersey and Hudson County. Well, that's, that's the one thing. Like, I did notice, like, when I first met you, you did still have, like, that North Jersey attitude. And I think that's why we got along so well, or why we do get along so well. Problem with people is just fucking they lose their they lose their identities. I mean, it's just the norm for some people. Well, how long? Like, have you, how old are you now? Um, or do you not want to say? Ah, uh, no, fuck. I'm forty. I don't give a fuck. All right, I'm gonna be thirty-five in August, so not that much older. So, how long have you lived down here? I've been in Ocean County for twenty-one years. I commuted every day to finish out my senior year in high school. We moved down in ninety-seven and. It's just, uh, I've been through shit in my life, dealt with shit down here. Um, that's just mind-altering. Um, <laughs> Wait, mind <laughs> Wait, so I want to get to that, but do you see, I mean, like, do you, actually, let me just come right out and ask it. Do you wish that you never moved down here? Do you wish you stayed up north, like, around, like, Sometimes, the city areas? I mean, but also, it's like, a lot of this shit's transplant, so a lot of people... I've run into her like, hey, I'm from Jersey City, I'm from Hoboken, I'm from... I've noticed that. Newark, I'm from Camden, I'm from... Um, Camden. 
I'm from Clifton. I'm from fucking New York City. Um, it's a lot of people whose families were like vacation down here when it was a shore area, like a legit shore area. Like, I'm a resident, so just make it clear to everybody. <laughs> yes, I am a fucking resident of Ocean County. Well, um, see, don't see. All right, see, Brian's making. A, a, I don't know. I mean, he could say it actually for one. I never really tell anyone where I live only because there's a lot of fucking nutcases out there. And I actually got a couple emails, which I actually said on a couple of my podcasts where people actually wanted to know where I lived so that they could come. And actually, no, a couple of them were nice, but mostly were bad. Like, because don't forget, though, people look you up and then your fucking information's all over there. Yeah. Well, it's just because most people are like, oh, well, you were a vacationer and you were, you're a penny. Oh my god! That term is just hilarious, and I love it because a lot of people, when you get involved with things, real don't realize where you come from, how you were brought up, and they think everybody's from the area, grew up in the area, and they have a different, for the most part, mentality from what I've seen. And you have like the areas where it's like almost like being in the city again. Where everybody congregates, there's a lot of busy shit going on, places are open 24 hours, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> but then you get fucking places where it's like Hicks City, USA, and fucking, it's like a ghost town. The minute the fucking summer ends, it's like, oh shit, everything's closed. Dude, and that that's freaked me out when I fucking first moved down here. And it, Well, actually, I moved down in the summertime, and then I started to notice that once like October rolled around, and I started talking about it more. It was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Yeah. Like, where the fuck am I going? Who the fuck am I going to talk to? And then I actually tried going to a local bar. Now, see, here was the weird thing. I tried going to a local bar that I went to all summer long where I had no problems. Then I went to a local bar where all the people from up north fucking didn't go to during the week. And then all of a sudden I started to notice a little bit of a difference, especially with the way that I was treated because then it's, I don't know, it was like all these people came out of the fucking woodworks. Like, where the fuck were you all summer? They're hiding. They're in the woods. <laughs> I'm in the woods having a bonfire, drinking a beer, fucking a bed. But see, the Benny thing, I learned that when I first came down here, and I still get it to this fucking guy. But the other thing that I actually caught on to was that fucking the locals down here, they call themselves pineys. They're pineys. Well, that depends. Not everywhere. See, now why? And it's got something to do with the Pine Barrens. It's got people who live closer to the Pine Barrens and the Sticks, they consider themselves Pineys, and they're basically consider themselves rednecks. All right, now are these the people that are... And I'm not saying anything bad. No, it's not a bad thing. It's just literally, like, if you go outside of Jersey, because, hello, let's see, like, the world does revolve outside of this fucking hellhole of the state. Um, and I was fucking born and raised here, and... I've seen it fucking all. I've seen pretty much every audacity you can see in this state. <laughs> and every bullshit term thing thrown at you. How fucking shit goes sideways real quick. But if you go to other places, it's like... They don't consider themselves... In certain areas like Hicks or Rednecks or blah blah blah. They just consider themselves like residents of that area. <laughs> Where in Jersey, for some reason, everybody's gotta have a fucking label. Oh, dude, I can't stand that. Oh, my God, I can't fucking stand it. And you know what? I didn't even realize it until I moved down here that, like, how many... Because living up north, like, I did see fucking labels, but it wasn't, like, the fucking... 
like a whole area. Like it was just like stupid, like breakfast club bullshit. Like you're either a dork or you're a jock or that or blah blah blah. Oh, it was the, the high school cliques, which yeah. everybody grew out of when they got a little bit older. But down here, it seems to like carry on past high school. And I realized, I noticed that being not from down here, not graduating down here, um, meeting people as I kind of went out and found different employment, different opportunities, um, going to just find things to do. And it was like the idea of going out and not going to a nightclub was kind of interesting because it was a little different down here. Like most people up north, hey, you went to like a diner or a nightclub to have a good time to hang out with your friends or a house party, which Pretty let's much. face it, everybody went to fucking parties at friends' houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no denying it. The block. That was, was, that was my house. You know, it was literally like, okay, you know, so-and-so's having a party here. Let's go. Only 15 people allowed. Yeah, man. 15 people turned into 115 people. <laughs> you know, you had people in the backyard passed out. You had girls running around half naked. And it was just debauchery good times. But back in the day, too, people don't realize, like, now, and let's touch on this, too. Um, nowadays, where we used to be able to have fun, you'd go to a friend's house. Parents would be like, all right, if you're going to get drink here you're staying here and everybody was cool with it no one was like and also no one drove Mm -hmm. but you didn't have to um that was the other the only like real thing i liked about the city was you could walk everywhere or catch a bus or the train and new york was a hop skip and jump away but um no down here it's just like people want it like they have this mentality of hey i'm gonna go to this party and then there's another party like three blocks away and i'm gonna go there too and they decide, like, they make the decision of, hey, it's okay to get behind the wheel and drive. Mm-hmm. Which, let's think about it, folks. It's not, you know, and, I mean, I don't endorse underage drinking, but everybody does it. Fuck it. Fuck, I did it. Never fuck, I did it. I, <clears throat> not only did I drink and drive, but I actually had the idiot fucking friends in the car that would actually egg you on, telling you, like, go faster. And just... Oh my god, I had this, uh, I'll bring them up again, I'll bring them up in podcasts, um, Buffers, my good old friend Buffers, I remember one time we were coming home from a fucking bar, and there was one long stretch of road where you had to get to my house, it's called Ridge Road, and I had my little GTI fucking 1.8 turbo, it was fucking fast, and I remember trying, trying my hardest, no lie, right? I was trying my fucking hardest not to listen to him, but the thing when we were younger, I mean, you have a couple drinks, and then you fucking put on, like, fucking, you know, this crazy-ass fucking song that gets you all fucking riled up, and he was sitting there, he was trashed. He was definitely more trashed than I was, but he just happened to catch me in the right moment where he's like, I remember, you just like, why are you driving so slow? I'm like, dude, it's like fucking 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, why are you driving like a grandma homes? Come yeah, on, like, he's sitting there, and it was Ridge Road, it was a long stretch of road and for some odd reason I let this motherfucker just keep egging me on and next thing I know I was doing like 110 miles per hour it's a residential street a residential now it's 3.30 in the morning so in my head I'm trying to think yeah like there's no little kids playing out on the street what the fuck would they be doing out here at 3.30 in the morning dude I got to the end of Ridge Road and literally looked at him he's laughing his ass off I literally just said get out Get out of the fucking car. He lived like fucking like eight houses away. He's like, what? 
I'm like, just get, I'm like, I can't believe you made me do that. It's like, I didn't make you do anything. I'm like, God damn it, you're fucking right. I'm like, but still, get out of the goddamn car. <laughs> I'm like, you're a fucking bad influence. And he simply just got, he's like, all right. He took a couple cigarettes out of my cigarette pack from the dashboard and just got out and walked away. So yeah, we all did it. It was fucking stupid. I would never, I would never do it again in my entire life. Yeah, that's the funny thing about like your friends. You know your friends are good, and you know your friends are. Some of your friends are, are melodic and nuts, but they're your friends, and they're they're the people we call we consider the ones that we know will never ever ever fuck us over. Oh yeah, and it's funny know. because when you think about like when I think about some of my friends, like I mean, some of them are just. They're great people, and they've they've come so so far as as like adults. And we used to joke all the time, saying, "Dude, you know, where are these, where the ruffians, where the where the kids that just our our parents don't make a shit ton of money. You know, we we have what we have. We didn't care about it. We just wanted to have fun and a good time. You know, now it's like everybody's so." I don't know if it's you call it political correctness. I mean, shit, they can never make movies like fucking Spaceballs ever again. Oh, definitely or not. Or anything Mel Brooks ever made. Definitely not. You know, because everybody's hard up and a hard ass. It's like, you know, <laughs> who I mean, made that guy a gunner? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you got shit. Just not only that. Like, hello, um, his, perfect example, history of the world. You could not oh, yeah. show Hitler on a pair of ice skates and call it Nazis or Hitler on ice. Oh, definitely not. You know. I mean, you defend half of society. You, you literally, you know, it's everything wrong with the world is being made fun of. And literally, that is what life is supposed to be about. It's if you can't take a joke, and this is personal philosophy. Oh, I, I agree with that. If you can't take a joke, you're better off in a fucking pine box. But it's people are just so uptight now because you have to fit this norm. The societal norm, and literally millions of people do it. It's not just you know the people where we live. It's not the people in our country. It's everywhere, and it's certain aspects of it is hilarious. But you know what? I'm gonna live the way I want to. I'm gonna do what I want to, as long as it's like obviously legal. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, like, what are you talking yeah. about? As long as it's legal. So you gotta say things like that because then people people start getting a little bit suspicious. No, it's but my whole thing is like you wanna you wanna be able to listen to like different comedy and different things and not have to worry about hey am I gonna offend this guy in the car next to me? He's gonna get out of his car with a weapon and try to go after me. Mm-hmm. You know? Trust me, my fucking mouth has gotten me into so much trouble. And you wanna know something? I said I I've been doing this podcast for three years. And all I do is say what's on my mind, and I always, I, I don't apologize for the people I offend. Like, when I get the emails from you guys, you know, saying, like, oh, you, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have said this, you know, then don't, don't listen. Don't listen, and especially the, like, I'll bring you up again, motherfucker, I hope you're fucking listening again. The one person that fucking listened to me every fucking week and would email me and say how shitty I was for the way that I talked and my mouth and everything like that, you still fucking listen and emailed me every fucking week saying you listen to the whole goddamn fucking podcast, you fucking cunt. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But a person to do that, which is funny, and this is going to be the the uh, the offside of it. Hey, listen, if you can do that and you're okay with yourself, that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. 
and you can force try to force your shit down other people's throats, but hey, guess what? Um, nobody gives a fuck, honestly. Um, I don't care about what other people think, and I honestly don't care. And I learned that a long time ago because if you let others dictate your life, you're gonna fucking be miserable. And if you let controlling people can try to fucking wean you to their fucking societal norm, you're not gonna have any fun. Hey, I'm you know I'm a gamer. You know I oh my. I like fucking comic books. Yeah, I'm I'm a grown man, but I can admit that I watch fucking what I want to watch, and I don't care that I watch like anime and weird fucking movies from like the 80s and poke fun at stuff because it's hilarious to see like what they predicted for things and how we're hey we're in 2015 and some of this shit happened but not all of it I mean you know Back to the Future is a great reference for oh anything. yeah definitely without a doubt and one of my favorite trilogies <laughs> out there and just to let everyone know he is wearing the t-shirt back yes yeah, so I am wearing a DeLorean t-shirt fucking awesome and it literally says in script, Back to the Future on it. Very um, fucking nice. So, uh, so I'm a sci-fi junkie. I also like action movies. Um, but Are you a big Arnold fan? Uh, somewhat. Somewhat? Not, yeah. I, mean, oh. I, I love, the, like, I love Terminator. I love the movies he did before, but Kindergarten Cotman was horrible. <laughs> Dude, that, was gonna be the one. that was like the friend movie. That was like, everybody hears about these guys talking about, yeah, well, I had to do it because a friend asked. And certain people, man, like one of my favorite directors is um, Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I love Kevin Smith. Like he's... he's Coming the, out with a reboot. He's coming out with a reboot. And like, I, I love him. He's like great. And he, it's a shame that he doesn't get recognized more. But I love his comedy. He's he's that just in your face slapstick buddy comedy, you know, like all the good old buddy cop movies and the buddy like just buddy movies in general. Like, oh hey, here's me and my buddy. We're gonna go like do this and all kinds of hell breaks loose. Dude, not only that though, I remember I remember watching Clerks on VHS. Like when it, because it was out in like independent theaters and we never got a chance to go see it. So I remember watching in a friend's house, it was black and white. <clears throat> I remember walking into the room and um, I was one of like the last ones to get into it. Like I had friends that were already into it and I was one, you want to know what the problem was too? I always had a girlfriend. I always had, and I, everyone knows this on the podcast, I've always had a girlfriend. So I was always out of the loop with a lot of shit because I was always doing shit with the girlfriend. And then I would walk into like all my single friends. And they would be, I remember, I walked into the bedroom, and they were, like, huddled around, like, the, the desk and the bed, and I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? We were watching Cloud Born. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's, I thought they were, like, watching something fucked up, like, someone got a tape from, like, their father's, like, closet, yeah. and they're like, we're watching Clerks. I'm like, once again, I'm like, so this is important. Yeah. And then it started playing, and just, like, the opening scene, like, where he's fucking putting the shoe, le- uh, the shoe polish onto the fucking sign, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, this is never going to take off. This is never going to be anything, like... It's just a convenience store. And then the one scene that really got me was when Randall, right in the beginning, where he leaned up against the building, the woman's waiting to get in. And he's like, I bet you don't get that tape. I bet you don't get that tape. And she's like, oh, I was here first. And then he opens up the fucking store. I'm like, what a smart ass. And then, like, that's what caught me. 
I'm like, I've never seen that type of humor before because that's something me and my friends would do. Yeah, that's that's like something me and my asshole friends would do and just be like, yeah, you're not getting in because I got the fucking keys, but I'm not telling you yet. I got the keys and guess what? I want the movie that you want, so you're shit out of luck. I've never seen anything like that. Like it was, like you said, it was right in your face and it, it was never done before. No. And, and mall rats came out and then, oh my God, the, the rats, the slew of them. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I've been to the location where they filmed mm-hmm. works at. Me too. I, I I was a kid, and I actually literally when they were filming that movie, I was with my grandparents. Most likely, they were taking care of me, and it was across the street from like everybody I knew in the summer times. Because of course, the big thing in the summers was, hey, guess what? We got to work. You got no school. Time to go see your grandparents. And I would spend summers with them, and it was like. Oh my God, as I got older, we actually made a road trip up there. And um, my friends, I have I have a couple of friends in college who are just diehard Kevin Smith fans. And I was laughing because <laughs> I was like the fringe person who really didn't talk about a lot of the stuff I liked. And when we pulled up there, they were all like super excited. They jumped out of the car and were like, oh, it's a quick stop. And I'm la- I started laughing and they're like, what? I'm like, I got pictures in front of this place as a little kid. And they're like, no, you don't. And I'm like, yeah, my grandmother has pictures of me and a friend of mine from when I was little in front of this convenience store going going in to get stuff and were coming you, out. Were you the little eight-year-old that they were selling cigarettes? No, <laughs> no, no, no. And that was a little girl, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It was so, a little girl. You sold, How old was the chicken? Did you sell five-year-old cigarettes? <laughs> That wasn't. I'm not even supposed to be here. That's the. I mean, and that's the mentality of people like back then. Like, hey, it's like, yeah, your boss calls you, got to go to work. Oh, great, fuck it, I'll go in. Now it's like you try to call somebody to go to work, and it's like, um, no, I can't. Well, why not? Well, I got this going on, this going on, you know. Or you call out, and they're like, oh, well, can't you come in? It's like, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm calling. I'm not calling out because it's a nice sunny day out, and I want to be outside. No, it's because. I'm sick in bed, but I realize now that you can't, people aren't like that. They don't have that mentality anymore. And it's, it's sad. And wait, and see, you know what though? And I don't mean to interrupt you on but I, I love the fact that you said that because the people that we're calling out to, I mean, granted, like my, my bosses in the past have always been older than me, obviously, you know, like they've, but my bosses have always been older than me. So but really not that much older. And I don't know why the mentality shift when, like, what happened to them, like, when they were younger? Like, didn't you fucking call out, like, when you were fucking sick? Like, didn't you have fucking kids or whatever, like, where you would just be like, oh, I got to drop everything because fucking, you know. Little Tommy turned around and hurt his ankle. Yeah, and then you, like, like, okay. Like, when I got fucking hurt at school, like, the first thing my mother would do was leave work. Yeah. That, that would be the fucking first thing. Oh, I, I would remember. The nurse would call my mother up and she's yeah. like, is, is he really hurt? Which yeah. is the first, which is the love. I mean, I love that answer. My mom, and I love I, I love my mother to death. I mean, we, we butt heads a lot, but I, I love her to death. She's, she's literally, like, my catalyst for things a lot of times. But it used to be funny because I remember growing up and the nurse would call her in from school and... They would be like, he's, you know, he's hurt. And my mother would be like, is he really hurt or is he faking it? And the nurse would be like, no, no, he fell. He's really hurt. Like his ankles the size of a softball. And 
my mom be like, okay, I'll be there, you know, in 30 minutes. And, but, of course, then your mom would be the one to bullshit on you when you oh, yeah. want to take a test. Oh, wait, but, and you know what, though? I'm glad you said that, too. The three times I think I had my mother, she actually came to the school to take me out. One time, I was bleeding from the head. Oh, and this is a shout-out to Fungool, uh, who's, re- who's releasing an album. Um, he just had a show last night, and he put his demo out, so I hope that went, went well for you, Fungool. I hope you're listening. Well, you are going to be listening to this. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, but yeah, uh, we were... You ever race to be the front to the line in oh. school? Oh, yeah. All right, so we're in fucking art class, and I was literally... We were both at opposite ends of the fucking room, and they called, like, okay, it's time to go to your next class. And we both looked at each other and fucking darted for the fucking front of the line. This motherfucker, and I'm not saying you did it on purpose, asshole. You did it on purpose. But fucking tripped me, and I swear to God, it was like a cartoon. I fucking went over his foot, slid about fucking 10 feet right into the corner of the fucking closet door and was like stuck there to where the fucking, I remember Miss Burns, she fucking like pulled me away and then pulled me up. And the next thing I know, you just look down and there's blood all over the place. And I remember going into the nurse's office and she's got her hand on my head and the nurse comes in. I swear to God, she said, oh shit, like underneath her breath. And she was like, oh shit. And she got on the phone with my mother. And I remember my mother yelling into the phone going, I just was there last week. He better, there better be something wrong with him. And she was just like, actually, he's bleeding all over the fucking office. There is actually, surprisingly enough. So I remember coming, I remember walking to the nurse's office. Now, keep in mind, she would only come and take me out if there was something wrong with me. Now, you figure she would feel bad and be like, oh my God, there actually is something wrong with you. No, I got in trouble for it. What the fuck are you doing bleeding all over the place? What did you do? I'm like, no, someone tripped me. Oh, it was probably your fault. Bring me to the hospital. She's complaining to like the other people, like in the fuck, hey, you know, fucking kids. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm the one that's fucking wounded right now. Yeah, and the funny thing is, now that you bring that story up, now a funny thing is about that, now today, let's let's fast forward to the present, and how screwed up hospitals and shit are with kids. You would have went in now, and they would have been looked at your mother and went, what'd you do to them? Oh, God, and yeah. And it would have been everything under the sun involved. You would have had, like, child protective services. Oh, yeah. And the police would have been <laughs> there. And yep. literally, you'd be looking at your mother would be looking at you going, the minute we get home, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> And it's just, it's funny. It's like, so when true. When I see a parent now, like, where I'm out in public with people, and, like, for example, you walk through the fucking mall, and the minute one of his fucking kids runs, just starts running from their parents, and their parents say, you know, stop once. The kid doesn't stop. Turns around and, like, mouths off to their parent. I've actually, like, turned around and applauded people who've walked up to their kid and just completely waffled them across the face. I, I got hit with the belt. I got hit with the belt. It's it's just funny. I mean, you know, our, we were raised, I guess you could say we were raised right, but I was raised to respect my elders, respect my parents. I never really mouthed back, except for a couple times, um, but I paid for it. <laughs> well, um, see, that's the thing. Like, I mouthed off, but I fucking paid for it. Mm-hmm. The only thing that, that they couldn't do, I couldn't get grounded. That was the only thing because I would always find a way out. I would always find a way, and then it, it was just giving up. It was just like, all right, since we can't ground you, and like we're just gonna, you know what? We're just gonna take away shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. Like we can't ground you. That was yeah. That but was while you're not here at school, like when you come home, the shit's not gonna be there, and we'll just watch you go nuts around the house like a Nintendo. Boy. 
when, oh when, they tend, when they took my, my mom, the yeah, the grounding thing, I never, I never got grounded. I think I got grounded one time that was in high school for something, fighting, um, which, funny enough, wasn't my fault, actually. Um, and I came home, and my mom was like, I got a call from the vice principal, and you were, you know, you were fighting, you fought somebody in school. And I said, Mom, I was defending myself. She's no, I believe you. And I was shocked, like, that she actually turned around and said, no, I believe you. And I was like, okay, good. She's like, but, she's we can't really ground you because it's football season, so. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. So, what we're going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take away, I already took your away your stuff. And I'm like, okay, what did, like, couldn't figure out. I walked in the room, nothing's missing. I went to go play, of course, my Sega Genesis. I'm like, why turn it on? And I look at the back and I'm like, she took my power adapter. Like, instead of going in, because my mom would never unhook anything to physically take it, she would take the ability for me to turn around and actually power the damn thing up. That is fucking so awesome. She used to lock, a little mother supposed to punish me was we had the old towers with the key lock on them. I remember and those. She I remember. locked the computer on me um, until my ass got smart enough to actually open the tower up and disable <laughs> that thing. Um, yeah, she would lock the computer when I was during the school week because she didn't want me going to play Descent with my buddies from school. And I, I would remember that. I'd come home and your homework done? No. You going to do it? Yeah. I'm going on the computer first. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so I would go and I'm like, oh, the computer's in my bedroom. So I would go and nope. I'm like, Mom, no, you have to do your homework first. So I'd sit at the kitchen table and do my homework. And while I was almost done, she would walk into my bedroom and unlock the computer so I could go play my descent with my buddies, which usually lasted for about 20 minutes because then I, of course, had to go to bed to get up from school the next morning. But you, oh, we always managed to have fun no matter what. We always, the only time we were trapped inside was most of the morning time. And it was... And I agree with that. That's like when I was fucking trapped inside. And you know what? Just thinking about all this too, and like what you're saying about like how times have changed and everything like that. I actually, what I, I'm going to tell you, it actually popped into my head this morning. I don't know why after the fucking day and a couple fucking, actually the last couple months that I've been fucking having, but for some odd reason, this kid popped into my head this morning. Remember when I told you the story about the kid that I fucking picked up on the highway? Yes. All right. So I wanted to tell this story. So. Now, this kid, like, me and Brian were just talking about, like, being younger. Like, I don't, like, I told Brian a story, and, like, I remember being fucking young and fucking doing stupid shit and everything like that. But when I tell you guys this story, please, like, if you want to email me, if you've fucking ever seen anyone like this before, I please, really, I want to know because I've never seen this shit before. Maybe in adults that are, like, completely just fucking whacked, but the other... Just got out of mental or something. <laughs> So, like, the other day, <clears throat> I was, uh, or last weekend, I was driving home and down here, um, down by the shore, um, down the shore. Um, I was driving on one of the major highways, uh, Route 37, and for some odd reason, this seems to be a high traffic area for where drug addicts to just walk down the fucking highway. So, I'm stopped at a light, and, you know, I it literally... The, he, he couldn't have been more than fucking 15, 16 years old. And uh, me being the type of person I am, I'm looking at the kid and I feel bad because, like, he's stumbling around and he doesn't look like he can fucking stand up. 
And I'm telling Brian the fucking story, and Brian's just like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're fucked up down here. They're fucked, yeah, they'll walk the fucking highway. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you would never see that on, like, Route 46, like, up north. Like, just some fucking, like, crackhead just, like, stumbling down Route 3. Like, I'm going to the city. Like, fucking never see it. So now I'm fucking sitting there, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. So the light's about to turn green, and the fucking kid falls. And when I say he falls, he fell, like, on the shoulder. But the way, like, he passed out, like, his ankles were, like, over the shoulder white line. And I was, like, the, one of the first cars, and no one else was fucking stopping. So I was like, fuck this, I'm going to stop. So I pull over, and I get out of the fucking car. I'm yelling at the fucking kid. He's incoherent and everything like that. And a part of me, I'm not going to lie, a part of me was just like, don't get involved with this. You have enough fucking problems right now. You don't know if this kid's going to wake up and try to fucking shank you, or you don't know this motherfucker. But the 90 other percent of me was going, you got to fucking help him, because someone's going to run over his fucking ankles. That'll be funny anyway, but so. <laughs> <laughs> so I go over to the fucking kid and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you got to fucking wake up. And, and I have to say the fucking kid smelled like fucking shit run over 15 million fucking times and then put in the dump and fucking taken out. And then I don't know, doused with fucking some just weird. I don't know. It was so bad to where I literally like, I couldn't even pick him up without like fucking like throwing up in my mouth. But, once again, I was just like, you gotta fucking help this kid. Like, he's just gonna fucking end up in the highway. Just gotta chew it back and do it. So I fucking, I got him to the fucking door, and I have, like, a high Jeep. So I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to get him into the Jeep. And he's he's kind of, like, passed out, but he's still coherent enough to, like, where he's trying to get in. So I finally get him into where he's, like, half on the seat, and I'm thinking maybe I could just shut the fucking door and, like, wedge him in. And he fucking just falls right out back onto the fucking highway. And, I'm, and once again, in my head, I'm thinking, all right. You got him off the shoulder. He's more towards the grass now. Maybe you could just leave him here. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. You can't do that. Try to get him back into the fucking Jeep. So I get him back in. And finally he gets in. And I remember I, had the, I was so thankful I had the roofs off. Because I didn't just didn't want to smell the kid. And I remember getting in. And just he looked so fucked up. And like I said, it was so sad. Couldn't have been more than fucking 15, 16. Like really, like 15, 16 years old. And he was fucked up. So I'm trying to talk to the kid, and I forgot whether or not he gave you. Remember when I told you what his name was? So wait. So I can't remember whether or not he told me where he was from first, or he gave me the name. But all I know, I was laughing my ass off because he wasn't listening to me, and then he was accusing me of being like a DT, and then I was going to bring him to jail and all this other crap, and I kept asking him his name, and he just looks at me, and he just goes, Alice! And I'm like, what? My name is Alice! I'm like, fucking Alice, who the fuck is that? Oh, your name is definitely not Alice. And I was just dying. And I'm just like, in all my years of like, even if I thought someone was a cop, I don't think I would ever lie about my name and be like, yeah, hi, my name is Alice. Like, I would think of like something like, like really like, my name is, my name is Chet. My name is Fernando or like Julio Hernandez. Like My name is Juan. He Juan just, but, but the way that he fucking just, like he just turned over and he was just like, my name is Alice. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not. So we start driving, and I'm just like, you know, are you hungry, or Baba, what do you need? I'm like, I'm going to take you down the street to the hospital. So he told me that he was hungry. I went and got him a fucking double stack, which he fucking devoured in, like, fucking 10 seconds. And I remember him telling me that he was from fucking Camden. Like, fuck, how far away is Camden from Tom's River? Uh, 45 minutes. And that's by taking a car, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, pretty much with no traffic. All right, so I fucking saw this kid walking down a fucking highway, and you told me he probably took the bus or whatever. But how fucking... He Ubered. He Ubered his way up to his dealer. 
<laughs> but how fucking in need do you need to be to travel 45 fucking minutes to fucking get drugs? Like, like that's ins- like if I like when I smoke pot, there was no way I was driving 45 fucking minutes to get pot. Like if I had to drive 45 minutes, I would be like, I don't really need it that bad. Like if fucking if uh, John Jim Smith can't fucking come and drop it off to me or I can't go to his house that's like 10 minutes away, like I don't need it that bad. Like, I'm not getting on a fucking bus or taking a fucking Uber 45 fucking minutes away to end up on a fucking highway all fucked up. Yeah. Like, and who the fuck knows where he came from? He pro- I mean, you don't know where he came from. You don't know if he, he started somewhere. Like, uh, shit, that he fucking started, like, in Seaside or something. Or fucking, oh, you know what? I didn't think about that. You know, and tried to walk back and then got all <laughs> fucked up. He's like, uh, which way did I go, George? Which way did I go? But that's the other thing that I haven't realized down here. Like, drugs are bad everywhere. Obviously, drugs are bad fucking everywhere. But during the wintertime, like, a couple of times I went out and, like, I was actually asking people, like, like where the fuck, you know, where are all the people, like, our age? Like, where do they hang out? And they're, like, they're either home with their wives or girlfriends or they're doing drugs. I'm, like, really? Those are the three fucking things? Well, or order at the tattoo parlor or, you know, at a bar, so. Well, see, like, those are the options I was looking for. You know, like, where can I fucking go to, like, you know, meet a fucking friend? Yeah. You know, like, where can I go to meet a friend? And, like, a couple, a couple of the girls I actually talked to, like, you're not going to meet anyone down here that's your age unless they're married, have kids, or uh, fucking, like, actually own their own business. Or, like, it's like, if you try to meet, like, a guy, like, like up north, like, fucking, like, I could go to a bar and be, like, you know, not fucking saying, like, I'm trying to fucking go out on dates with guys, you assholes. Yeah, sure. Because I know... Because I know I'm going to get that fucking email now. But the whole thing was, is like all the females were fucking telling me, like, yeah, you, no way. Unless you're, like, ready to, like, do drugs. I'm like, really? That's a stereotype? Like, you guys are giving your own fucking people down here? And, Apparently. I have no fucking clue about Well, no. And see, that's the thing. That's, like, fucking... New, that's news to me, but it's, like, hilarious because now... We, I... Perfect example. Everybody goes out. Everybody fucking goes out. And, and there's three choices down here, pretty much. Seven Elevens, your Quick Checks, or Wawa. Um, went to fucking Quick Check one night. It was a Friday night. Go to Quick Check. And there's like 15 cop cars there. I'm going, we're like, what the hell is going on? We walk inside and... You know, you pretty much go in the same locations all the time. You know the people in the stores. And that's the one thing that's cool, like, about being in a town kind of like this where it's not fucking knucklehead people running the stores. It's not fucking these people who really don't like their job. No, there's people who work in these convenience stores that love their job. Like, they want to move up. They started as, like, I agree. the food prep person. And I now agree. they're, like, the shift manager or the store manager. And I've met a lot of people like that. And they're, like pretty cool and like I walked in and I'm like yo what the hell I said did something happen because I'm used to the cops being there coming over from Seaside especially now because of all the shit that goes on down there and if anybody watches the news Seaside's been on the news already and we're not even a full month in the summer where uh okay well if you count May maybe but we're 16 days into the official summer season really Memorial Day weekend started it and We've already had like one nightclub where they had some idiot fall off the balcony at a nightclub <laughs> and he was doing drugs and underage. So it's like, great, you want to, 
every they're they're trying to clean up so much crap down here, which is great because honestly, everybody knows everybody who's lived down here. We all know the taboo that that crap show started just ruined the, oh, the Jersey stuff. Shore, the Jersey. Crap oh God, I can't, you know I can't stand that fucking show. Oh my God. God. You know what? Everybody wants their fifteen minutes of fame. Hey, I'm I'm fine with it. You know, I'm I'm cool. You want that? You want to be known for that? Like it's great. Now, I mean, there's people. Then they're not, and some of them are nice. Like I mean, my sister-in-law, she, you know, when she was had her first child, um, my niece is adorable. But it was like awesome because like she was in the same hospital as a certain celebrity, and they shut down the maternity ward. And she literally said, do, told her people, do not bother anybody. What? You have to be quiet and you have to be respectful. And they listened to her. And it was really funny because they were filming the, another show. with um, I think it was like the Snooki and Wow show that they were doing. You've got me. Yeah, I have no clue. But all I know is like when my niece was born, um, she just... She was there, and she was giving birth to her kid, and it was like funny because it was like, wow, like sh- there's now two different scenarios. Like I've seen these people on the commercials, and they're like doing all this outrageous crap, and it's like here's a person who, yeah, they're genuinely a human being. Like they're like, hey, don't mess with the people who are here because they're mothers and they're expecting and their families, which is awesome. And then there's people who are just dredges to society, and you have people who are in hospitals and. Like, when I was in the hospital a couple of months ago, there was a lady in there who was like, I've, I, I've, I have this disease and that disease, and we're just like, <laughs> I have to, and I'm like, I'm in there for a different reason. I don't have a disease. <laughs> and this lady's, like, in the bed next to me, divided by a curtain, and I'm like, oh my God. And she, like, we come back and like the security got involved. They had a restrainer and we're like, and the nurse comes over and pop, starts to pop. Like the head nurse comes over. I'm so sorry. Like I've been to multiple hospitals in the areas and literally this the one hospital I went to. The emergency room was great. The nurses were so, they were apologizing me the whole time. We're so sorry. This is, she's got problems and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great. But that's just, and then I asked the one nurse genuinely because the lady before she disappeared, took a swing at it and hit her. <laughs> and I asked her, I said, are you okay? And she goes, yeah. She goes, it's not the first time. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, we get everything in here. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, we get everything that possibly can come through the door. And I'm like, oh, wow. And she goes, yeah, it's not the first time I'm used to dealing with it. And she goes, really, I like dealing with the drunks and the drug addicts better than these people who are, like, coming swinging because they think, like, we're going to turn them into, like, some kind of arrest them or have them turn around and just completely do what uh, stuff against their will, take their organs or whatever. And <laughs> Fucking take it's their organs. Just, it's funny because you don't realize it, but there's so many people that are just fucked up. And most of them, are, you don't even know. <laughs> well, and that's, at what, at what time were we up to on the... 43 minutes? 40, wow. Fucking time flies when you fucking have this. Time gonna... fly, flies when you're flying by the seat of your pants and having a good time. This is going to be, a, you know what, guys? This is going to be a revamp podcast. I really think that this one, 
I think this is might have been what me and Mikey were trying to do, but fucking he lives up north and sorry, Mikey. Uh, you can call in and we can do the FaceTime thing again. But uh, this is going to be awesome. So in regards to what Brian was just saying, uh, I went down when I first moved down here. I went to one specific hospital, uh, which I won't name, but I ended up getting there at 11.55 and I didn't leave until a quarter to seven. But that's not even the best part. The best part is when I walked in, and this is awesome, I walked in because, I, I don't know, I was at work, I was fucking dizzy, and I never felt like that before, and I was just like, fuck, I'm getting old, this is what happens to fucking old people, they get fucking dizzy out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was weird, like, I got nervous, like, I was just like, fuck, like, I've never sat down before. And just like the fucking, you know, like I felt like dizzy and I don't know. It was just a weird fucking feeling. So I remember going to my boss. I'm just like, listen, I, I just, I need to fucking go. Like I just need to fucking go. And just to speed up the fucking story a little bit, I remember getting to the counter. And this is the part that really fucking made me laugh. So I walked up to the counter, like, and like, you know how I dress. Like I, I tell everyone like how I dress and like everything like that. Like I was dressing like my fucking shirt, tie, khakis. And... Even though I felt fucked up, I still try to hold my shit together. Like, I walked up to the counter. I was just like, listen, I feel a little dizzy. Like, I just, you know, my heart's fucking racing and everything like that. I remember the receptionist looking at me. And she was just like, all right, well, fill this shit out. And, like, I was just, like, another, like, person. I was just sitting there. I'm like, no, no, no. I really do feel like this. Like, I really, like, this is serious. Like, I've never felt like this before. And it didn't take long for me to realize because as soon as I sat down, this hysterical woman came in and fucking said the same symptoms that I had, but she was definitely fucked up. So now I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm fucked. I'm like, because now they think I'm exactly like Later. this fucking... And she was like dressed all mangy. She, she had like one like sweatpant leg up with like a knee-high sock and the other one was an ankle sock. And she's like, I think I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, fuck. She said the same symptoms I did. So now they're going to sit there and be like, she's definitely more fucked up than him. So he can wait three hours because obviously he's not complaining that much. So I remember sitting there and just walking back up to the receptionist after like fucking hour. And I'm still feeling fucking dizzy. I literally walked up and I told her the truth. Uh, that's all I could do. I literally just told her the truth. I don't know if I insulted her, but I literally couldn't take it anymore. And I was just like, listen, I like slammed my hand down at the desk. And I was just like, listen, I'm from up north. I just started working down here. I don't know how you guys deal with drug addicts, but I'm not a drug addict. Can you please just fucking get me a room where I can see a fucking doctor, please? And then I realized more and more that she's not even looking at me. She's looking at the fucking crackhead that came in after me. And she's going, eh, still, she's still a little bit more fucked up than you. So we're going to let her go in first. I'm like, fuck, I'm fucking believable. I'm like, what do I need to do? Do I need to come in like all fucking rustled up and fucking like my hair like down in front of my face and just be like, I think I'm going to die. Well, you certain hospitals, depending on the ones in the area, you know, fucking walking with a limb hanging off or fucking. Oh my God, dude, it was insane. And then even when I got like brought back into the room. Like, like you said, that woman, she wasn't right next to me. She was two beds away, and she was still freaking out. And I remember the doctor going, like, he went to her first. I was there, obviously, before her. And then the doctor came to, like, my bed, like, the little curtain area, and he was just like, so, uh, what's the problem? And I was just like, I don't know, you know, I've been feeling dizzy. And, you know, I was trying to be calm about it, collected. I'm like, I still feel dizzy. And he was just like, all right, I'll be right back. Fucking an hour and a half later. They hooked me up with the fucking IV. They're like, maybe you're just dehydrated. I'm like, I drank like eight bottles of water before I fucking came in here. Another two while I was waiting in fucking reception. Like, fucking help me. And then the doctor just comes in like around like five o'clock. 
And he was just like, well, I looked over your thing. And he goes, you might have a slight case of vertigo. I mean, like the fucking movie with Jimmy Stewart? I'm like, what are you saying? Like, I'm going to be seeing, like, spirals and all this other shit? And he goes, no. He goes, just take two of these for now. I'm going to write a prescription. I go, so you mean I've been here for fucking five fucking hours, almost six now, and you're telling me that I might have a slight case of vertigo? I'm like, I thought only old people get that. He goes, no, people your age do too. And I was just like, all right, so what do I do now? He's like, oh, just let the IV finish out and then you can go home. I'm like, really? Six hours. Here's some fucking dramamine for seasickness and you're all set. Unfucking believable. I couldn't fucking believe it. I literally drove home. By the way, it did fucking work because I was able to fucking drive home. But six fucking hours? Six hours. That's nonsense. Absolute fucking nonsense. Yeah. And, and the best part was I tried talking intelligently to these people. Like, I tried fucking sitting there and calmly explaining, like, listen, I know it was, I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't went about it by saying, like, I don't know what up north has to do with anything, but I felt like I needed to, like, include that. Like, listen, I just moved down here from up north. I come from Notley. I, I'm not a drug addict like this woman right here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not anything she is. And, but I'm going to ask her where she got her fun stuff from because it, she looks like she's having a great time. I'm gonna know to avoid that area. You know what though? I think that I think the one or the nurse, whatever the fuck, I think she got insulted because I said it like, "What the fuck? I live down here and I'm not like her." I'm like, "But listen, I'm from up north." <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm down here now, but um, yeah, I used to, you know, and hospitals work a little differently up there. Like when when we get in this area, here we go. No. I mean, you wait like 10, 15 minutes, or maybe long, but it's fucking six hours. Come on, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Some of this shit's ridiculous. Some of this shit's ridiculous. <laughs> but then you get stupid shit like where they shut down the hospital because of renovations or problems and you go in the emergency room and they're like, yeah, it's going to be a little while. <laughs> or you have go to a hospital emergency room, which I, this is the best one I love. They're like, we're a little backed up right <laughs> now. Um, the other hospitals in the area <laughs> might be able to take you a little faster. Let me see what time it is. And I'm like looking at the lady and going, okay, like, like I got a kid here. And, and this is a great story. My brother-in-law called me up and he, he was like freaking out. He was at work and he all of a sudden starts coughing up blood. Then he didn't know why. So like, all right, you're 10 minutes, you're 10 minutes away from the hospital. We'll meet you there. So of course, we get in the car, we drive to meet him in, at the emergency room because his, my in-laws were away. And we're like, okay, what's wrong? And he's like, I'm spitting up blood, blah, 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 I'm coughing, I can't stop. So, and he's got a water bottle with him that he's been spitting into to prove it. Jesus Because I told him, I said, where have you been spitting? He goes, well, I was spitting in the toilet. I'm like, okay, well, that's logical thinking. Like, hey, listen, I'm coughing. <laughs> I'm going to spit it out, and I noticed that it is. You need to find the right red. Yeah, so I said, I told him, dude, you need to, like, you have a water bottle there. I said, I don't care if it's somebody else's water bottle or if it's a coffee cup. Take it out of garbage, rinse it out, spit in there. So when you get, if you didn't stop doing that or you can't cough anything up, you can at least say, hey, listen, I'm not feeling good, but I've just coughed all it. And he got there, the water bottles are quarter full. Jesus Christ. So we're in the nursery, and the nurse is like, well, it's going to be a little while. And we sat in there for a good, I want to say, hour and a half. And meanwhile, it was, by the time we, we I finally said, I walked up to the nurse and I'm like, listen, I said, I'm, I'm with this patient that came in. I used to live up north. Uh, no, I didn't use that one, actually. I turned around and said, 
I pay my taxes and I'm not a drug addict. <laughs> and um, no, I said, no, I said, just I need to know, like, is he going to get brought in soon? What's going on? And they're like, oh, well, it's going to be a little bit because we just got an influx of people from uh, the, the area. And I'm like, there's six people in the waiting room and you're telling me the ER is fucking full? I was like, unless you got a, three guys back there with severed limbs or a fucking penis hanging out of their fucking asshole, then he's a lot more fucking fucked up than most of these people sitting in the emergency room. One guy who's wiping his nose and he's got snot running out of it like he's got a fucking cold. But, so we turned and said, let's listen. You know what? Get in my car. Your sister will drive your car. We're going to the other hospital. So we drove 20 minutes to the other hospital. Walk in the emergency room. I literally said to them, we went inside. I grabbed the guy. I said, listen, I don't want him walking out anymore because he's dizzy. He's not feeling good. He's coughing up blood. The guard followed me out in a wheelchair. Got him out of my vehicle. Threw him in a wheelchair. Boiled him right inside. We went right back in the trio. We were back in the ER. I'm like, I said to them, I said, the other hospital, they're like, where were you? And I told them, they're like, yeah, we've gotten six patients that left there. Oh my gosh. And we were like, oh my God, like, and I mean, thank God it was nothing serious. He had bronchitis that was just well overblown because he. I used to get that all the time, like every fucking year. And thank God. But the doctor was like, yeah, I would panic too. Like the, the doctor came in and looked at me and he said, like, who's what? And I was like, this is my brother-in-law, this is his sister, like, he's the patient. And the doctor looked at me and was laughing because two weeks before, I was in the emergency room and I saw the same doctor. So, and I was like, nope, not me this time, it's him. I was like, and the doctor was like, yeah, they ran the test, they did it. They took the bottle away from them to run it. Nope, it was just, it wasn't anything serious, it was just a bad case of bronchitis. fucking believable. But, and the doctor said to me, he goes, did you, I said, yeah, he brought that, this water bottle in and said, hey, listen, <laughs> this is the problem. Like, this, this isn't an energy drink. No, like, I know this isn't coming out of my ass. This is, I'm coughing this up. It's not coming out of my nose. It's not a bloody nose. I did not I, get this know, out of a vending machine. I mean, I, you know, I didn't go up. And, I mean, I've been drinking anything red. I've been drinking <laughs> water all day. And, you know, they were just like, it was like night and day. And now it's like, uh, after experiencing that same emergency room, when they're completely backwards I just will not go there and I told my friends just avoid this place just go anywhere and drive to the next town either town over because the hospitals are way better and the staff is way way more I think this is definitely one of the most informative podcasts I've ever had about fucking t- <laughs> yeah. telling people not where yeah, to go don't go don't go to certain hospitals in the, in, in which the we area. can't fucking we can't say, say. How, what time are we up to we are at 54 ooh this is good all right, so the next thing I wanted to bring up was, um, all right, so uh, I usually do this for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and uh, we did do the Reverend podcast, which was an hour and a half for fucking two parts, which I still can't fucking believe I did that, but, um, you know, I've been, I, I want to give like a little prelude because I'm, you guys know me that I don't hold back and I pretty much say everything that's going on, and um, it's been interesting. Um, Brian, I met Brian at a very interesting time in my life. Um, <laughs> so pretty much, uh, I don't know. It looks like, uh, I mean, 
way things are going. Uh, I, I think maybe I should have had a happy Father's Day today. Yeah, I am going. Well, I should. I, I, I'm trying to have one. Um, yeah, we're, we're working on it. Um, no, well, well, a hundred of us. Uh, we are trying to work on it and see what's going to happen. But yeah, it's been actually very interesting period of time since I last talked to you guys. And I know that one of the last podcasts I did, I was talking about, you know, meeting people. I was talking about friends and especially like fucking like telling the truth and like just, just being a fucking good person. That was one of the last podcasts I did. And I know that's the last podcast I did because something fucked up happened to me after I did that last podcast. So pro- top meat sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you know what though is, uh, it, I'm, yeah, Bri, I'm very happy that you fucking. I'm very happy that I and I met Brian at work. Everyone, I, I don't know if I said that in the beginning. It took for me to fucking go to work, and the best part was, is that I was complaining when I met him outside. <clears throat> he was on a cigarette break. See, cigarettes bring people fucking together. That's what they do. I smoke. Brian doesn't. But fucking, he was outside on the phone, and he literally just came over, and he was just like, oh, you're new here, or whatever, and I just started fucking talking to him, and now look at that. That was what, back in November? November? And now we got the podcast going. And the thing that I'm really, oh, and, um, you know, I also have to give a shout out to the other people I met, like people like Blanket, and Ams, and um, maybe... I have to use nicknames. So maybe Ams and uh, Blanket and um, Chuckles. Chuckles. And Miss Smiles. And, um, you know, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting couple months since I stopped. And what I want, well, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I, I, I know I didn't talk a lot about the emails that I got and I did lose a lot of you motherfuckers. I know that I did because I stopped but uh, I just want to let you know, this should be a fucking fun ride from now on. We're going to try to, well, we're going to definitely do this once a week, right? Oh, absolutely. At least once a week. Or if not more. If, if not more. Decide to just say, fuck it. Um, but uh, what time are we up to now? 58. All right. So I just need to reiterate is that it's still the Powerline Kids at, or the Powerline Kids podcast at yahoo.com. Um, Instagram. Facebook, it's all the same thing, the Powerline Kids podcast, and, uh, you know, start sending in your shit again, and, um, you know, now I got a second brain in on this, so we'll get different opinions and everything like that. Um, I actually started looking into uh, the one email I got from a merchandiser that wanted to give me a deal, like a merchandise, as long as I mentioned the company's name, but... You know, we'll take care of that when the fucking time comes. Merchandising, but. merchandising. <laughs> we got the name on everything. <laughs> the Powerline Kids Lunchbox. Yes, the Powerline Kids Flamethrower. <laughs> oh my god. I really want to watch that now. But this is going to be better. I know that I got, you know, sidetracked. But um, thank you for the people that actually stayed subscribed. I actually didn't realize how many there were. So hopefully when I upload this and you guys are looking at it, I hope you guys look at it and go, Jesus fucking Christ, it took them long enough. Um, but yeah, we're just going to keep doing this just like I've always done. Uh, it's probably going to get a little bit more amped up. I got a little bit more help with like the marketing 
and everything like that. And we're going to meet that person too. That person will be on the podcast. We can't say her name yet. Um, unless you, you have a nickname for her? Or no, not yet. Not yet. All right. So until she can say her name. So we got a person that's going to be helping us with that. And um, I don't know. We're, we're going to take it from there. And uh, what time are we at now? I'm not used to not seeing the time. That's the thing. 59.60 and that's the other thing I'm not used to seeing the time see what happened was is my computer got all fucked because it's from like fucking 2005 which back in the day you would think that would be like a futuristic thing to say like but hey, I, it's from 2005 it's <laughs> but th- that's that's old now it was doing me good and uh, she just decided to give up but uh, we're gonna keep going and um, I don't know uh, that's pretty much it with that. Now we're going to start out this work week. What's going on with uh, with you for tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow? I'm pretty much just going to chill and uh, hang out since I'm off. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So tonight's kind of like your Saturday night. Tonight's my Saturday night. So I'm going to uh, a game. And I'm pretty much going to probably go home and game a little bit. And then... Um, and what's your game of choice? I'm hooked on playing Final Fantasy XIV. So. Oh, you would love my fucking friend, Polyball. Yeah. So, like, I'm on there all the time, pretty much, doing shit. Um, I play with my significant other, and <laughs> we just, we have a group of idiots that we play with, and it's a good time. But I'll probably do that and um, do other shit, but... Other than that, I watch movies mostly. I'm a fucking movie connoisseur, so I have a lot of useless fucking movie movie knowledge. Um, <laughs> Star you? Wars and fucking all the other shit I watch. You're gonna, you're gonna fit in quite well here. So quite quite well. You know my repertoire of movies right now. I I just watched Captain Marvel t- last weekend, and it was. I actually I just I watched that the other night. Yeah, I actually was, did watch it that the other really night. Good. It was. I like the way they did it. I know there's a lot of people who hate it. Um, I'm going to see Endgame at some point, probably within the next probably 48 to 72 hours, because I really need it before it gets out of theaters. So, see, that's the thing with fucking. I, I was so into Marvel when I was younger, like we mentioned before, like reading comic books and playing games. I was so into Marvel when I was younger. I don't know what the fuck happened, but as I got, I mean, I was always everyone knows on the podcast. Yes, I'm a big Joker and Harley Quinn fan. Oh, always. Uh, but I never really read the fucking comic books like when I was... Like, I read well, everything that had to do with the Joker, I read. Especially when Harley Quinn came out in, like, 1992. I was like, wow, he's got a fucking girlfriend. Like, who the fuck would date the Joker? And then she was fucking crazier than him. That shit <laughs> fucking... But awesome. I but I also... I Like, I with Marvel, I loved, like... I, I guess that's why. Like, I loved all the dark characters. Like, Ghost Rider... And fucking Blade and Venom. Like, I never well, went... tried to spin it. That's the problem. I, they, but I was never a light hero character. Oh, no. like, like, in, like, Captain America. Dude, I, like, I, I was in the Silver... I mean, hello. I was my favorite character for the longest time between... Besides Ghost Rider and Wolverine. Um, was Silver Surfer. And it's... He's literally just the... He's the most darkest character oh, yeah. I've had for the longest time. Because he was... Galactus is Harold. He yep. went to literally say, hey, guess what? I'm bringing bad news. You're fucked. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm bringing my buddy here to just basically, my boss is coming here because he's hungry and your planet looks really tasty <laughs> for him. 
and <laughs> I don't fucking care. So it, it's just he was the darkest thing ever. But I liked the best thing I liked about Marvel was and why I really I liked them and I gravitated towards Marvel and kind of away from DC was DC at the time when I was a little bit younger. They started trying to like kid up their characters. I did notice that. You know, they made the Joker like kind of like almost really more clownish than psychotic. And I did notice that too. You as know, I was growing which up, which is I did. why, like, when I saw my 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 friends were into Marvel and my buddies like, you got to read this comic, and I did. I I sat down. I think my first comic was like X Men, and it was. Um, where basically, like, Wolverine basically killed somebody. <laughs> I mean, on the third panel, he's, like, putting his claws right through some guy's stomach. And I was like, that's great, where Batman stopped killing people. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Batman literally, like, if anybody's noticed and anybody's followed Batman, Batman back in the early 80s and the beyond, um, he killed people. I mean, Batman, when he first came out, had a gun. Then they got rid of the gun. But he still killed people. Mm-hmm. And then he stopped all of a sudden. Like, hey, he had a moral compass change. Like, oh, wait, I can't do that. It's bad. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm a bad role model for my adopted son, Robin. <laughs> and come on, tell me there wasn't some gay shit going on there. I mean, you know. Which is fine. Hey, listen. Everybody. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Wrong with it. I have, we, everybody has friends who are gay, family members who are gay. There's nothing wrong with it. I have two really good friends that are, that are gay. Listen, this isn't the history of the world. No, and it's just funny about how Robin looked the way he did for years. And then they finally went, wait a second, we're kind of like perpetuating a stereotype here with him. Let's make Robin a little more badass. I mean, I like what DC did with with the uh, Jason Todd. Oh, that, 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 was one of, that was one of the best. That was the best fan interaction. Where, hey, listen... Do you want us to kill off Robin? Like I remember that. I do remember that. They put it to a vote. They put it to a vote, and it's sick that everyone literally like, "Hey, we don't like him. We want we want him dead." And they did it. And then the best outrage was when death by popular vote. Yeah, death by popular (laughs) vote. And via the Joker, it was like, "Okay, great. You know, you're going to use the most the only person who's ever tried to really kill Batman." Has been, and everybody's going to admit this, it's been the Joker. No one else has really, up until Bane came out, oh, yeah. has tried to kill Batman. Um, that is the greatest thing. And now it's even better because I love Damian Wayne. I love how they brought in that Bruce Wayne has an illegitimate son. <laughs> yeah. And, like, perfect. It's perfect Playboy. Like, if they, if they literally could, I think they were going to do it going, hey, listen, we're going to really just totally mind-fuck everybody right now. And we've played around with the whole idea that, like, Talia al Ghul and Bruce Wayne have had these melodic and exotic affairs. But now we're going to turn and say, hey, guess what? He's got a son. And just watching certain things or reading certain comics now is hilarious. Oh, my God. Video games are, like, great with him in it because Damien is literally a badass. And he... He, he wrestles with the demons more than Bruce about killing people. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Great. Like, Especially in the comments I'm fucking reading now, like, he's part of a... And yes, I am talking about this. 
He's part of like the he's like the head of like the Teen Titans now. He's doing some fucked up shit. Yeah. He's and I'm sitting there and I, I don't buy like those, but like I'll sit there and just like read like a couple like little pages. And like the shit that he's saying to like the rest of the like the his little fucking Teen Titans League, it's just like, dude, like aren't you fucking like fifteen years old? He's like talking down to them and being like, Shut the fuck up, you asshole, like we're doing it my way. He's he's berating. <laughs> I mean everything's gonna realize too. It's he was raised to take over the assassins yep. and that's just he's Rachel's grandson and he yep. was basically I don't know if you want to say molded or fucking just turned to that mentality and then Bruce had to turn around and be like no we can't kill me <laughs> like hey listen I know you want to kill him because of this this and that but we can't don't listen stop. to grandpa yeah don't, don't listen to grandpa don't listen to grandpa they just twisted your grandfather's that yeah. old fucking nutcase from Vietnam that fucking came back and doesn't want to talk about anything until he gets like a couple whiskeys in him and then yeah. all of a sudden he's yelling at the fucking guy next door <laughs> he's at the Chinese restaurant and he's yelling about how that they kept him in captivity in the cage for like 10 years like and it was it was the, the waiter's fault like and it's like Gramps listen calm down it's okay. We're not back in the sixties. They're not trying to hurt you. It's all good, dude. But no, it's it's just he's got that mentality. He's at the edge, and that's what kind of started drawing me back into how they changed Harley Quinn and how they changed the Joker really back to that just maniacal like the Joker. Even the Joker, the Joker never killed anybody in the comics after the late eighties. It was always like, oh, well, there's an antidote. There's this. yeah, like, no, now you strap the time with the people and go. Like, <laughs> Here we go, because this is going to start a shitstorm. And that's the way it goes. But it's just, these comics are great because I love the people who bash them. Oh, it's too dark. Oh, Batman's not like that. Oh, Robin is this way. It's but like, it's funny to watch Damian Wayne and Dick Grayson duke it out because they've already gotten in six fights. But And the thing, though, that I was fucking complaining about, though, like when all the reviews, like, I actually loved... Uh, Batman vs. Superman. I, I, I think I'm one of, like, I, I don't know. Did you like it? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, it was it was a great... I, mean, I, I thought it was fucking... They were like, it's too dark and blah, blah, blah. But, like, fucking, did you did you read Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns and then actually see the anime? Like, he fucking... He beat the shit out of Superman. Like, a guy that was supposed to be, like, the fucking leader of light and hope and all this other crap. Batman literally made a suit. In, this is before the fucking movie. There's a graphic novel called The Dark Knight Returns, and he literally purposely made a suit and literally sat there and talked shit to Superman saying, yeah, I know you're good, but I just fucked you up. And, like, that, like that's insane. And he killed the Joker in it, too. Like, fucking, like, it's supposed to be dark. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. It's Batman. He's a fucking bat, you morons. What the fuck do you want him to do? Like, fly in the sun with butterflies and, like, all this other shit? Like, the title of the movie was Batman vs. Superman. It was supposed, in my opinion, it was supposed to be dark. It was supposed to be dark because it's an older Batman. He fucking dealt with all this shit during his fucking life. And then all this other bad shit happened. Like, everyone has their fucking breaking points. And it's just like, oh, it was too dark. It's not like Marvel. It's not like Spider-Man. It's not like Iron Man. Like, where they're like, like, it, no, it's not supposed to be that. It's not supposed to be. No, but even, even now we'll touch on, and now here's, they brought that up. Perfect example, case in point. Iron Man. If, if you look at the movie and you look at the comic books, they took all the... I mean, they... Listen, 
fucking Robert Downey Jr. I think is personified as Tony Stark. Oh yeah, I don't care. He fit that. Oh, he fit perfectly. Perfect. Perfectly. He's got everything down. The exact shit. And the first Iron Man was dark as fuck. I I mean, the the first forty minutes. Yeah. I mean, listen. Hey, here's a guy who who his realizes after he does a demonstration that his own shit is getting sold to the guys that are defending our country. Now, I know everybody has a fucking problem with that, but you know what? I will support the fucking U.S. troops and military fucking Agreed. forever because I've had family, I have family members who, are, who have served and seen some horrible shit and who are serving now, and I, I'm fucking, it's great that they do it. Both my grandfathers. Um, yeah, both my grandfathers, too. Um, my one grandfather, uh, rest his soul, he was a Korean War veteran. And no, that's, that's my grandfather. And, he's and he, was a, war. he was a Purple Heart recipient because he got he got hurt while he was over there, and that was a whole clusterfuck that's for definitely for another time. Which that's that's a funny fucking story. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's just it's the shit that people are like, hey, listen, like this is this isn't right. This isn't how Iron Man is. Iron Man was that way back in like when he first came out. He was everybody hated him, and I mean everybody remembers the Black Sabbath song Iron Man. Oh yeah, but that's what that song was basically about. It was about him, nobody liking him in the beginning, and the first movie was exactly like that. Like he was fucked up. It was a dark situation, but yeah, they've gotten lighter with it. But and they've touched on other topics and they've tried to fast forward the timeline because you can't just throw everything at once. And Batman versus Superman was no different. They were trying to do the death of Superman. They were. That was like penned for years. If Christopher Reeve never got hurt, that was actually going to mm-hmm. be another movie they were going to do. <laughs> because he was saying, like, hey, listen, I was disappointed, but they had that ink and he was going to do it until he got injured. Because he wanted to basically stop doing Superman and not be known for that. But hey, we all remember Christopher Reeve as Superman. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And he was, you know, I like Henry Callier. A Superman, his Superman is great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that dark grit to him. Um, I like, and I mean, people are going to hate me, and you're probably going to get emails about it, about you're an asshole and fucking dick, and how can you think that? But I like Ben Affleck. I thought he was the best Batman. He was fucking I, I was a Michael Keaton. Like, oh, Michael Keaton, forget about it. It's, it's, but, but Ben Affleck, fucking, he did a really good job. And not only did he do a good job of playing Batman, he did an awesome job playing Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, like... You know, I mean, I'd love, I would have loved to see the movie they were talking about with him as Batman and the Batman movie. The Batman, yeah. But, hey, listen, shit happens and people just... Not a fucking guy from Twilight or whatever is going to fucking... Yeah, well, that's fucking... Man. You know, I have, of course, but like everything else, God, listen, I have to fucking see it because, you know, I'll, of course, but I'll wait till fuck comes out on, like, cable or whatever, <laughs> but... Or uh, Netflix or fucking anything like that. So, but yeah, it's, it's just comics... Now are great because people can get away with stuff, and they're starting to get darker and more grittier, and back to the way they oh, yeah. were when they first really started rolling out and, and talking about shit because they can get away with it. It's the only way a lot of these guys can voice their fucking opinions. Yeah, we're doing a podcast, but these people are fucking—they have no other outlet. And um, like Stanley was, re- you know, the the man revolutionary, he was fucking revolutionary in everything he did. He had a vision and he went with it and that was what made him different than everybody else was he said no this is not just going to be a, a, a book and he 
vision envisioned more. That's why we had all the shitty movies back in the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s. But I like certain things, and we're at 115. <clears throat> <So>. <clears throat> oh, we're there. All right, so I actually just want to throw... Uh, I actually bought my comics today, speaking of that, and I talked to Pete, um, who we both know. So I did talk to Pete today. He's uh, my comic books guy. I go to uh, Conquest Comics, uh, Route 9. Uh, what, what is that? Is that? In Bayville. That's Bayville? Yep, that's Bayville. They're right next to, uh, or right across the street from, um, shit, what's over there? The BP station's over there. Yeah, the BP so station. And, 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 then, and then Oh What a Bagel is. Oh What a Bagel's next door. <clears throat> All right, so uh, Pete, I did talk to you today, and I did say that I was going to mention so I will be sending you, I think I'm already friends with you on fucking Instagram, but I don't know. I just, I, I thought that was a funny little thing that we talked about. So thank you for uh, helping me with my comics and uh, we are going to cut it. And this is the first podcast um, of 2000 fucking 19. 19. Holy shit. Makes me feel fucking old. <laughs> but we're not getting old and this is going to be nope. fucking good. And, um... So, this is Richie O, and um, I'm going to take a sip, and that's my thing, and uh, Bri, I want to thank you so much for fucking, actually fucking agreeing to do this, and uh, did you have fun? Oh, absolutely, this is fucking great. Alright, so, um, this is us fucking, I'm not going to, I always say I'm not going to do the fucking thing, signing out, or whatever, that's it, we got right into it. And um, once again, Powerline Kids Podcast at yahoo.com, uh, Facebook, Powerline Kids Podcast, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. Just fucking you guys do what you guys got to do. Tell people. Tell and, people. Yes. And um, we're going to definitely market this a little bit better than I did in the past. I know that I got shit for it, but whatever. We're going to do it better. And um, until next time, uh, this is us. And out. We're out.